What up, everybody? It is Friday. It is the 4th of March, and you're on the show. It's Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do this every day. In fact, we've been doing it for a year every day, Scott. This is our one-year anniversary. Happy anniversary, buddy. Feels great. So is this the anniversary of the YouTube show, or does that include the radio? This is the one where we started it, because we started it before the radio show, right? I believe so, and then we transitioned, and then, yeah. So, yeah, this is the uh, this is the anniversary of you you and I doing this official show live at this particular time. So, okay. And then it's cool. been many iterations. It's YouTube, it's gone to radio, back to YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. <sighs> all right, so it's going to be a fun show today. We're going to have Allie Burns over from Picks and Parlays here in about 15 minutes. Very cool, knows her stuff, college basketball, baseball is her specialty. We will talk to her about both of those things. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, say hi to a couple people checking in. It's Big X. What's up, Big X? Good to see you in the house. Polly Pavlito, what up, Polly? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us on the show today. And, of course, everybody on their best behavior today because we are going to have a... Uh, a lady present, and of course, we want to remind you right off the top of the bat why we have six viewers. <laughs> I always say it. I always say it up top, and there and there's nobody here. But um, we got to compress everything today. We got to grip it and rip it. So if you guys got any questions on games, save them until Allie gets here because we're just going to be doing our segments and getting those out of the way, and uh, so we'll be able to go half an hour with just her and not have to interrupt her with uh, our goofy segment stuff. So of course, like and subscribe today, or else. Every Lakers game is going to be on TV every single day. God, that is a terrible basketball team. Jesus Christ. Not good. Not good, buddy. Did you watch the game? Uh, no. No. I saw I saw highlights. I watched the first quarter and a half. Clippers are out double digits, and the Lakers closed the half on a, I think it was a 14 to nothing run or something. And then the Clippers open up the third quarter up like 30 to 6. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. That'll do, pig. Magellan Sports checking in said, so no Longwood or Moorhead talk. Okay. Longwood covered. I, what the but, fuck did he just, he just said no talk. He's probably no, got he's it. saying no talk because of the sexual purpose of the name. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, very good. Sorry. I, I completely missed the joke. Uh, head joke. My, the my, Moorhead my game apologies. we can still talk about because even though, you know, less talk, but still that game isn't happening until... Later, the Longwood game we can't talk about anyway because they already won in overtime. Covered in yeah, overtime. That was supposed to be a, a pun. Covered in overtime. Nicely done. And nicely done, Magellan Sports. My apologies. That's actually very funny. Zodwick says he's number six at something. Congratulations, buddy. Way to go. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott. Let's uh, let's get to it, man. We've uh, we promised and we will. We will. Uh, also, uh, a reminder, by the way. What? Regardless of uh, how this uh, show works out, we have our NASCAR show. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for mm-hmm. that, and we're going to be doing that later. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, we're going to be doing that uh, an hour, uh, basically an hour from now. We'll be doing that at uh, roughly 4 p.m. Eastern time. And we've got a whole new schedule. I don't know if I can actually talk about it yet, but we've got a whole new schedule. We've kind of merged with the... Uh, There's a lot more shows that are coming. A lot more shows that are coming, and it's going to be the... Uh, what's it called, Scott? The Mac... What do you mean? Max Wager. Max Wagers? The Max okay. Wager Network. It's Jimmy Wager's older brother. You'll like him. Max Wager's Max? good. Yeah. 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 So uh anyway. 
let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it, and uh, we'll talk about yesterday's action, of course. And we want to remind you guys uh, not just like and subscribe, but check out our pal Chris uh, King and Jim Williams doing just parlays, just fucking just killing parlays, killing. I don't know. He's a parlay savant, Scott. I don't know how that is, but uh, St. Bonnie's in Portland game tonight. Uh, need y'all thoughts. All right, hang on, Bruce. Yeah, we will, uh, yeah, make sure you ask us again once we get to, done with our segments here. And, uh, okay, so we can't be on, I don't know why we can't. Uh, we're trying to be timely today. Oh, no, I was reading, we're, we're not coming through on Twitch for some reason. We're having Twitch, oh. Twitch problems, so I was reading the message. Sorry, so anyway, all right, let's do it. Let's Twitch get, problems? what's that? Twitch problems. Twitch, yeah. What Twitch? Uh, let's find out what happened yesterday, bud. It's a uh, it's conference tournaments in uh, in full effect. Everything going on. Let's find out yesterday. Who were the happy people? Who were the sad people? The winners, the whiners, the people that took it in the shorts, and the people that took it to the bank. You know who you are. Maybe you're the one that had to pick up your phone and dial nine one one as you call the cops. All right, by the way, I'm going to get out of, all of my cussing out of the way early. Um, <laughs> probably not true. So, if uh, you had Louisiana, I this game was on when we were on the air. If you had the Rajon Cajons, minus three and a half over UT Arlington. They led by 13, Scott, with a minute and 41 left. Fuck, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Well, I'll tell you what could go wrong. Arlington could close the game on a 15-5 to run. Louisiana... Wins by three. You and I were watching the end of that game, uh, and it was uh, it came down Just really. Just inbound the ball. It Just ca- inbound the ball. That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It came down to the inbound play, and it was off off of Louisiana, and Arlington actually had a shot to tie it and got off a terrible shot uh, right before the buzzer. So anyway, if you had Louisiana minus three and a half, I am so sorry, but you got to call the cops. And looking at the NBA, if you had the Heat and the Nets under two twenty one and a half. Close game for the entire fourth quarter. Had 216 points with 222 left. Once again, close game. So you assume worst case scenario, they'll be fouling down the stretch. They did not. You had four points in the final 222, and the game landed 220. Did you say under or over? Did you? Uh, did, the did, over was the bad beat. The game went under. Did you say it right or read it? I had that incorrectly on the sheet. It's too late now. Don't you to change the sheet after you've already The over read it. <laughs> was the bad beat. I changed it. The over. Oh, good Lord. Hey, man, if you had Arkansas State minus five and a half against Monroe, they led by four points with three seconds left. How about an uncontested dunk? Just throw it through the basket. We all go home happy. Clang! Fuck me. This is where we got to have video, dude. This is where we got to have video of that shot. It was, it was a long, long inbound pass. The guy caught under the yeah. basket and just tried to dunk it, and he back-rimmed it. He was wide open at the five and fumbled going into the end zone. Just scandalous. Scandalous. If you had Arkansas State there, the Red Wolves, minus five and a half. Hey, make a dunk. Call the cops. Yeah, there were a couple of other bad ones. Zodwick mentioning the double overtime loss in yep. the Fresno-San Diego State game. But we've done so many overtime games. We actually had the opportunity of not having an overtime game in right. Call the Cops. Pretty rare at this point, so we just rolled with it. Scott was Scott was too worried about me not saying, fuck, it's overtime in front of Allie. So. Well, I knew we were going to time it accordingly. So. Yeah, perfectly done. All right, so there were some happy people out there. You know who you were. You were right where you wanted to be. You had it capped correctly. And no shenanigans, even cheeky and fun ones. Fuck shenanigans. It ain't happening. 
uh, you were sitting in the very, very comfy rocking chair. So the first one, if you had the Warriors and Mavericks over 220 and a half, you had 122 points in the first half, and it didn't slow down. Game landed one. Uh, game landed 235. Can't stop, won't stop, Scott. Mavericks, they kind of put it on them there at the end. The Warriors had kind of a shot at that, and they decided well, they're not. falling apart. I mean, there's really not much else to add. Well, they played. They, t- they played tough for three and a half quarters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they tried. Okay, fair enough. Hey, turn into the ice, the frozen pond, if you will. If you had Senators-Panthers under six and a half, one goal in the first period, you're like, hey, we're off to a pretty good start. Got to interest you in no goals in the second period. Two goals in this third period, but by then, you're already drinking your victory champagne. You don't care. The game ended up 3 nothing. Congratulations, under six and a half, Senators-Panthers. You were in a rocking chair. And the last one, if you had Manhattan plus 10 against Iona. I'll take Manhattan. Go Jaspers. They uh, led by nine points at the half, and they won by two. Very nicely done. Uh, crazy, crazy times for the conference tournament uh, ter- going on here. That wasn't so. a conference tournament game. Oh, that's right. That was the that was the end of the regular season, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. My point still stands, however. True. Apropos of nothing. All right. So Patino's Patino's just waiting for the tournament. There was a lot of contenders for this award as well, and uh, we definitely we have. I don't think I don't know if we've done one all week. So let's uh. Let's do let's do one of these, Scott. Speaking of uh, speaking of broken bottles, the odds makers you didn't do great yesterday. There was some definite head scratchers, but we have uh, picked up one of our favorites in today's edition of the odds makers. We're drunk. Go ahead, sir. So in this one, we are going to go to a tournament game in the A Sun between Lipscomb and Liberty Biberty. And the total in that game was 147.5. Seems high. The issue was that each half had less than 53 points. And the game landed 99. Odds make. Went under by about 48 points. What are you doing? Now, is that a is that a is that a Sun tournament? That's a home tournament. That's that's home court for first two rounds, right? I believe so. Let me just confirm. Or is that the one there? Either way, the point is nobody could score the entire game. Well, you know, it's something that we've talked about that you always have to be on the lookout for is the the smaller conferences playing in big arenas. Look for the unders, especially in the first half as they adjust to the sight lines and the the different depth. Considering Uh, the fact it was in Liberty Arena, uh, I'm going to say Liberty was the home team. Liberty, by the way, plays in the biggest arena in the A-Sun. I was uh, uh, actually looking this up the other day. They play. Incidentally, they're like the only good team in the A song. Yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> um, that's you. They've got the Jesus money. They've got all the yeah. Je- Jesus money coming in. So Jesus loved basketball. When you've got when, when you've got Jesus on your side, it's it's hard to lose, buddy. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, do you see San Jose State or Central Michigan covering tonight? Uh, I like Central Michigan there. San Jose State, I don't have any confidence in. You? I think Utah State's a psycho team, but yes, and eh, I, I don't know. I I feel better about Central Michigan personally. J.C. Stone says, "Yeah, I do too." J.C. Stone said these uh, conference games are brutal. Losers lounge, front row seat, weak drinks, and a thirteen inch TV, probably black and white with fucking rabbit ears on it. With the antenna, you yeah, gotta, like smack the TV to get the. Thing to work yeah see you never had you never had to hold the antenna for your dad as he's trying to watch the game and no you, that i never had to do you, we did have one of the old tvs but at that point i think we were past antennas what's what's an old tv 
Did you actually have you ever seen a TV where you had to change the channel by hand? Yeah. You have? You've we seen one? one of the, we used to have one of those. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. You had a hand. Not for, that, not for that long, but we had one for a little while. In the 2000s, you had a TV you changed by hand? It might have been a late, like, 90s. Well, you, you wouldn't have been alive for that, would you? I mean, you were 97? I 97. Okay. So you, you remember doing that? Uh, maybe once or twice. All right. Uh, Chippewas. That's right, Polly. Um, how about me thinking Murray State was a pick? I was drunk, minus 15. Scott, you want to talk about that? Well, they've had two interesting games against Southeast Missouri State. The first game, they killed them. They scored 100-plus points. Second game was really close. So I guess the question you have to ask yourself in this situation, how do you typically feel about the immediate rematch game? I th- I don't think you can read too much into it. I really don't. I think you you uh, I think you can go down a path there, and one of these things is not like the other one. I always look, where's it being played? Where was the last game played? Who was hurt? You know, I mean, you have to look at a lot of. Extent- well, I'll actually rephrase. It's an immediate rematch for Murray State. However, Southeast Missouri State did play against Tennessee State yesterday, so it's an immediate rematch for Murray. It's not for Southeast. Yep, it's a. Uh- it's going to be a. Uh, this is of course this is a, this is a tournament game, um, and they yeah. be, they beat them in wherever the fuck that is. Um, so it's in Southeast, down in the Boot Hill. Um, well, they beat them twice. Well, it's, well, they beat them by two. That's what, yeah. at at Southeast Missouri, right. at Cape Girardeau. They were lucky to win the game. They were down, I believe it was like ten with five to go, and they went on a massive run late. Yep. This Semo team, they're just like they're a weird team. You speak of psycho teams. Um, but that's a team that's, uh, that's, you know, playing pretty, pretty good basketball. They've covered four straight. Um, you know, they, of course, the only time they, uh, the only game they lost in that stretch was to Murray State by two, like you said. So, um, I don't mind, I don't mind Simo there. Hold your nose and take the points. I know this Murray State is really good. We've talked about them, how they're a sneaky good team and, and they could absolutely blast them. But I'm assuming you agree, even though Murray State, of course, wants to win a conference title game. Do you think that since they basically have a spot clinched up already in the tournament, they could lose this game, they're still going dancing? Do you think it's there's a little bit less urgency? Nope. Or do you think they're still fully going nope. balls to the wall? Fighting for a seed, man. Fighting for I agree. Fighting for I agree. Seed. I'm just throwing it out there food for thought. Nope. Uh Preston Burke, I want to thank might be Jesus today. The ideal, the story, the legendary Christ for being on this earth. Please, Jesus. Let's cash so I can spend my hard earned money on people that refuse to work. Amen. Uh, do the fucking sign of the yeah. cross or whatever there. Yeah, very good. Uh, the St. Bonnie's in Portland, asked Bruce. Uh, Bonaventure. I think they're going to cover against Richmond. I want to like this Richmond team. Yep. I actually like Dayton. Last time they played, and Dayton won that game pretty low scoring by two. I feel like Richmond, record-wise, should be so much better than they are. I know that their record's not bad, but talent-wise... They're extremely talented. And yet Bonaventure was a team that I liked earlier in the year to potentially win the conference. They struggled early. Then they really hit a groove after beating St. Louis twice. And it seems like they've been cooking ever since. I like the Bonnies in that spot. You? I think you have to. I, I, I want to get behind this Richardson team like you, but they just have too many clunkers for me to, to, me to believe in them. Uh, the other game he's talking about is Portland and San Diego. It's an old game. It's an old matchup from the ABA. Um, uh, San Diego won. What's that? San Diegons. The San Diegons, that's right. 
Uh, this San Diego team made money for me yesterday. I took them against Pepperdine. Uh, there's a hell of a lot of difference between Portland and Pepperdine. I've got I've got Portland here. Yeah, I don't mind that either. All right, very good. Bradley Braves plus the point, Scott. Again, uh, that one's just, that one's getting ready to fire up in about 15 minutes or so. I'm I guess say, that's a very very tough matchup there against Loyola. I don't mind it. I think I'd look at the under. I just see a lower scoring game. I don't mind Bradley there. I think is that, that a hot take? Liking an under in the Loyola Chicago game? It is not. Is not okay. it is it is not it is not sativa. I'm I'm puffing by the way. No, it's a it's just it's just nicotine, brother. Well, you can't admit it, so you know whatever, that's right. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Whatever helps. Um, it's an indica that helps me sleep at night. So, uh, hey, you know what? We got company. Let's bring her in. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. How's your hair? Uh, mine is it good? Good enough. Yeah. Okay. Good. My makeup's not done yet, but you know we can figure it out God as we go. Damn it again. Again, I All know. Right. I gotta hire somebody for that. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> All right, let's bring her on. Hey, there she is. It's the one, What's the only. Guys? It's Allie Burns from Picks and Parlays, the Plus Money Honey over there at Twitter. If you follow her, you should. Uh, tell us all the other stuff. How many shows do you do a day? Like nine, ten? Gosh, it depends on the day. Usually, uh, we start out morning. Wood would be well. Picks and Parlays itself, or just me alone? Just you alone. <laughs> Just me alone. I do morning wood from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern every day. That's a show where people come on and compete in contests. We're a huge morning wood community. They're called the Morning Woodies. Um, there's a Facebook page. And it's basically a place. Uh, when I first started doing my own free pick show, I noticed that my viewers were pretty sharp. And they were coming in with winners. And I kind of devised contests to allow them to test their skills against the other cappers on the web and some of the pros at picks and parlays tim and nick earl uh jump into our our contest sean higgs has craig trap cam ross so um so i do that every day from one to two um and then i do all my free pick videos and i produce a show called total chaos where i take two or three of our handicappers put them head to head give them five games and they tell me if they go over or under so right now about three um today would be four Thursdays five, so it just depends on the day. Well, thanks for fitting us in. We appreciate it. Thanks for uh, thank, thanks for making time to do that. And just 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 a heads up, full disclosure: we are absolutely trying to steal most of the aspects of your contest and put it on our show. So, well, do you need a host? What's that? <laughs> do you need a host? For that? <laughs> what are you What are you free? You got some time? <laughs> Hey, all right. So let's start off with the bad news. I know you're a baseball and a college basketball aficionado. Yeah. You got any good news about baseball at all? What's your do you find it interesting that Bet Online has it listed at plus five fifty that there'll be a major league baseball game, regular season game played in April? Is that depressing or what? Oh God. That hurts my heart. I did hear mm -hmm. something about that. I want to say yesterday on the Morningwood show. Um that hurts my heart. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I kind of, baseball is one of those things that I need, you know, like I right. need baseball. Like I need water and sleep and food and things like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I dated this guy for a long time and he used to call it the doldrums. Baseball season was the doldrums because there's not that much to bet oh, on. And dump that fucker. Like, Are you kidding me? There's <laughs> so much to bet on. And it's really just a part of my life. And I'm so sad that it might not, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just, when is it going to happen? Basically. Right. 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 I'm not going to connect all the dots there, but that's why you did say used to date somebody, right? I'm not going to say that's the reason why, but that could be a huge reason why. So there you go. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't, and I guess they had a face-to-face -face meeting yesterday with a couple of underlings. 
hopefully that ended up a little bit better than the full-on meetings. But did they negotiate for five minutes this time or ten minutes? Yeah, probably. Allie, where do where do you put the blame for the problems? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Hi, Tate. Hi, Preston. My people are coming in. Excellent. Um, I am not paying that much attention to it. I don't want to get all wrapped up in it and ticked yeah. off and annoyed and all that. Like, it's just news and it's just, it is what it is. I know they haven't made any decisions yet. So I've got a ton of college basketball that I can focus my time with right now. Right. I don't need to, I don't want to get involved in the soap opera. Fair basically. enough. Yeah, I won't start. I won't start getting depressed until after the big dance is over. Yeah, yeah. On that, when they have it, used to be the best day in the world because you'd have the final four on Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday would be opening day, usually for Cincinnati, and it would also be the national championship game. And that's like it's like the best day in sports. And now they're they're going to steal that from us. Well, ESPN already did by having a game like on Thursday night from Japan or whatever, but. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite two days in sports are probably day one and day two of the NCAA tournament around a 64. I'm I'm, in, I'm a quantity guy. Yeah. Give me all the games on TV, yep. and I'll have a great time for about, I don't know, 15 hours? I'm with you. That's really all I need. I'm, I'm so funny, too. Like, I, I remember, like, I had to work one day, and it was day one of the, the tournament, and it was like a slow day at work back when I used to wait tables. And I'm like, it's because everybody's watching the tournament. It's like, no, mm -hmm. Allie, it's because it's Thursday and people are at work today. You know, <laughs> but like in my head, that's what everyone's doing right. all the time. Of course. You know, there's nothing else to do. But um, just how fast it goes, mm -hmm. you know, like once that first game goes, it's game, game, you know, every half an hour or so mm -hmm. you've got something going on and upsets are happening and these little guys no one's ever heard of, but you've been making money on all season. That's right. All of a sudden, you know, upsetting someone and it is just my, it's my, I'm with you on this one, Scott, other Scott, Scott one, I'll, Scott I'll, two, <laughs> Scott R. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I do think though that one of the sweats that a lot of people forget about in the tournament is when you're betting multiple games at the same time and you're tracking the tracker at the top of the screen that's giving you the scores with the time going down and everything and you're sweating <laughs> out four different plays at the same time. I'm sure uh -huh. if any of you have bet in the tournament, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sure, sure. It's something I haven't exactly missed, but you got to experience it every year. I like the I like the quad view too, where you get all where yeah. you get all four at the same time. So, all right, so let's talk a little. Well, I live in Vegas, so I just go to the sports book, and they're all there. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it's all that, up on there for you. Oh, that's right. You're where not. Do you, you guys live? I'm in the I'm in flyover country. I'm in I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm in oh, New York. I used to live in Columbia, Missouri. Oh, that's where I graduated from. Did you go to school there? Oh, is it? That's I was um, engaged to a guy named Dutch Boyd, who was a poker player, and he went to. I moved there to live with him, actually, but I, he graduated from uh, Missouri. I know who Dutch Boyd is. I, um, I, I don't know him personally, but I, I know him from the poker world. I imagine Scott does as well. Yeah, I was his. Um, we were together when he won his first gold bracelet in two thousand six. Oh. Outstanding. Do you play? Do you play? Do you play poker as well? I used to. Uh, I was pretty. My knuckles are tattooed. What does it say? <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I used to for a long time. Um, I've always kind of been in the, in I don't want to call it like the hustle industry, but the making money out of knowledge industry. Right. right? Okay. Smarter than the next guy, and you can make some free cash. My grandpa was a bookie. Um, I got into the poker scene and learned a whole lot about strategy and bankrolls and money management through Dutch and his crew. And then um, I just started do. I switched out of poker and just went full-time sports baby outstanding Rochelle, have you ever had a real job uh define real job yes i've worked in warehouses before okay i've done i've actually gotten my hands dirty what and then i realized 
why wouldn't I just bet on games instead? And that's kind of how I went about my life. Yeah. Oh, there you go. No, I totally, I totally get it. Making money out of free information. Let's go. It's a, it's let's a go. beautiful thing. So, all right, let's talk. Let's talk a little tourney here. Mm-hmm. Joe Lenardi has first four out: Indiana, BYU, SMU, Virginia Tech. Out of those four, who's got the best shot to uh, make a surprise? appearance in the I liked Virginia Tech this season maybe I'm the lone one here but I'm that was the one that popped out to me I'm not into BYU but that might be location bias too right I'm sure BYU is even close to being in the field with some of the bad losses they've had I mean I know they started off well this season they beat Oregon which was supposed to be a good win turned out it really wasn't that good of a win they lost to Utah Valley they've lost a couple of really just I bad mean, conference games as well so I'm not I'm not into BYU either. I don't think they're getting in. Usually, you have what two West Coast Conference teams as a ceiling that are getting in. Mm-hmm. Now you might have three with San Francisco. Probably not. I don't think BYU's getting in. Uh, so he's got San Francisco as the last four by. So he's not. He's not. San Francisco. Like, do you think there's going to be four West Coast Conference teams getting in? Absolutely not. No. No. Um, I'll tell you the team I do like, and they're one of the last four. And I like this Memphis team. I like the way they're playing right now. They're healthy. Ali, you're you're. I, I, can, I can tell by they that. Owe I, me money. They okay. owe me money. <laughs> Hit me up. Hit me up. Penny. Is that from yesterday's game against South Florida? Or just no, I stopped betting on them in the first part of the season when they weren't showing up to work every day. When they weren't showing yeah. up for the basketball games, they were supposed to be getting off mm, the bus and playing yeah. in. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of got over them and I can't get back on. And I like that Memphis team. Like I was excited about them in the beginning of the season, which I think is why I'm so bitter about them now. Um, but the, I'm a point taker. I say this on the just parlays show also with Jim and and Chris, I'm greedy y'all. Okay. I want the points. I want all the points. Okay. I'm not laying double digits. I don't really lay much more than six or seven. And I got to really like you. Um, and Memphis is always at a number where I'm not, not going to lay it and it, and then it doesn't work out for me anyway. So I think the main issue I have with Memphis is that I thought Emily Bates was supposed to be really, really good. And it mm-hmm. turns out he's just not as good as people thought he was going to be. So I don't want to say he's the main reason why he's not going to blame one player, but when you're supposed to have two potentially great players, Duran's done his part, but Bates hasn't, then they're not really that deep. And I think that's the concern of the actual roster. In my experience. Oh, a disappointing teenager. What a shocker. Just being honest. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. Oh, uh, a teenager? No, no. I'm just saying I've, 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 raised, <laughs> I've raised four of them. And as good a kids as they are, they all do stuff to disappoint you. And that's sometimes I feel that way when I lose a bunch of money betting on college basketball. I'm like, oh, it's hard to believe a 19-year-old didn't do what I told him to do. Uh, right. <laughs> it was the way that it, uh, sorry, I just heard that. No, like, he was talking about Bates as the teenager. Like you were a disappointed teenager, but now I hear disappointed. I've been called worse, so I, I can, I can handle it. Yeah, Rachel's almost, he's almost 25. So yeah, I, I know, say. almost there. The beard helps me actually look 24, but I actually was going to ask you though, Allie, for, I know that some conference tournaments have gotten underway, not many, but some mm-hmm. have. From what I've noticed early on, it seems like the regular season meetings have really not translated over into the tournament. At least you've had some upsets with some teams that dominated the head-to-head. Totals haven't really followed the same script of the regular season. Have you noticed anything in particular about conference tournaments so far that you think the the books might be a little bit slow to adjust to? Not 
I guess particularly, I wish I had a better answer. My whole kind of deal in the past week has been middles, um, okay. or I call them crisscrosses, where you take the same teams, the same game, both teams in the same game, and you just tease them and you crisscross them. And that's okay. like UConn and Creighton. You know, you get Creighton at, I think I had a plus three and I had UConn at a plus seven or something, you know. So mm -hmm. I've been into that. I think a lot of games are closer than people so you're going for the exact be. basically margin of the game falling in between like a 10 15 point margin she's arbing the yeah. shit out of it is what yeah. she's doing yeah that's that's I'm outstanding <laughs> that's i'm i'm big on that like i'm a big protector bankroll kind of person you know i don't make big huge bets and let it ride if i make a big huge plus money bet it's because i want to get on the other side of the plus money when it flips to plus mm -hmm. money and now i've got two plus money bets i won't win as much but i'm gonna steal a little bit out of the middle from the book you know and that's kind of the way that i like to navigate that's big in baseball season for me if you've got a team a big dog that's good in the first five take mm -hmm. them because then they'll get up in the first five if your cap is on and you can pop on the favorite and now a dog price you're not going to lose any yeah. money you know so yeah that's, that's absolutely that's right how I roll with that outstanding well, i was going to ask since you do like a lot of plus money are you a futures better in conference tournaments or do you just prefer to go individual games you know i am in baseball and i do in the nba but in college basketball no i'm really not i think and it's just because there's so many teams and so much to look at mm -hmm. and it is just such a volatile kind of situation <laughs> you know where anything can really happen so, so uh, not in basketball not in college basketball let me let me ask you let's let's circle back really quick and depress ourselves uh, about baseball who did you like coming into the season, who are, who are you excited to see the moves that they've already made? I know they froze free agency for most of the offseason, but there were a few moves. Who's Who's got you excited about uh, making a run this year? Well, <laughs> okay, so my teams who I really, really like, I do statistics or I did statistics for the Las Vegas Aviators, and they are the Oakland Athletics. So mm -hmm. I always follow the A's because I worked for them. I'm from Houston, Texas. I know, I know. So the Astros are my team. And then the Braves, i that's my first team ever. Like Chipper Jones and Greg Maddox and Smoltz. That whole situation was what really got me obsessed with baseball. So I always follow my Braves. And I like that little young squad. But the Tigers are like my new thing. Because my old friend Detroit Lenny, Tigers first five, make car payments, man. Tigers first five, cash and car payments. So I'm kind of excited. They got Baez, didn't they? I know they picked yeah. up a couple. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do this season. Yeah, very good. They um, they just they just need a couple more bats, and they need some arms in the bullpen. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, like... That's why it's first five. Don't take the Tigers full right. game, y'all, because that bullpen's going to ruin your day. Can't okay? do it. Mm -hmm. You can't You can't do it. But they, uh, that's starting. And they got they, they traded Boyd, right? Yeah, um, and got. I was I was surprised. He had such good stuff. He that, that he had a wipeout slider like almost no well, one else kind of in the, the majors. Issue, though, because Boyd had great stuff, but last year, or at least for most of it, he wasn't very good. So I guess Detroit just decided, even though the potential was there, it's time for us to move in a different direction. So yeah. then again, I know last year we ended up doing our division breakdowns. We haven't done those because we don't know when the season's going to start. I'm assuming we're going to do it again. Detroit's also going to be a threat because besides the White Sox, no offense to your Royals, Easy. but the rest of the division kind of sucks, if I'm being honest. So is Detroit the second best team in that division? Maybe. Maybe. It's certainly possible. So you can make a case. I think the Indians have, have waved the white flag. In, I think the Royals. In the Guardians? Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, Guardians. God, put, yes. a, put, Guardians. A, put a dollar in the jar. Um, mm -hmm. 
Though I think what, the, we're the commanders now, right? For Washington, they're the, yeah, commanders. For the commanders. Now that won't because okay. we've had a couple of years to transition away from the dreaded R name, so right. that won't be as bad. Although I think I probably had what two or three slips the past season, Scott. Yeah. I mean, football team kind of grew on me, actually, if I'm being honest. It wasn't a good name at all. It was a terrible name, but I got used to it. I always so. I always see WFT, and I always thought it was like, what the fuck? But apparently, yeah. Commanders, and I'm like, is that an AAF for like an arena football league team? Because that name sounds like it's in one of those leagues. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. We had the Kansas City Brigade here, and absolutely sounds like an arena team. I like the Brigade. Yeah, they were. it was a lot of fun. They'd show like a really that. cool video at the beginning, and it was like you'd pay $10 for the seats. It was... For ten bucks, it was a lot of entertainment. It was yeah. you'd never confuse it with the NFL, but you know, just like you'd never see indoor soccer and go, "Well, that's just like the Premier League." It's it's nothing like it, but it's it's fun and it's entertaining to watch. So, all right, so Ali, give me some surprises for the uh, conference tournaments that have gone on so far. Anything anything shocking? Any team look better or worse than you anticipated? Not so much. Um... Daryl Turner said the Seattle Mariners that they were a huge casher for me. Oh, I was going to say they, they made us so much money last year. I am so big. Like one of my favorite things I look for is plus runs at plus money. And like Mariners, even if it wouldn't be a plus money, but you get like Mariners plus a run and a half for super cheap. And Chris Flexen was just rocking the lights uh, out. Uh, uh, other pitcher. They had two Flexen and. It was the well, other Marco Gonzalez who was pretty good. Uh, we ro- we rode Flexen really hard. That that uh, that uh, record that he had as far as cashing, he was the most profitable pitcher all season long. Yes, and they was. just they just never adjusted his odds. We just we just kept going back to him and like, well, maybe they'll adjust them this time. Nope, nope, still haven't I done had- it. I had a uh, one of our pros on the Morning Wood show. I like to have some of the picks and parlays handicappers come in and give us tips, right? And I've been cashing Mariners like all season, and this is after the All Star break. So I have him come in to give us tips about what do you do now after the All Star break. And he was trying to Morning Woody's in the chat. I bet y'all remember. I don't want to say his name, but he was trying to talk me off. The Mariners are about to come back down to earth. The Mariners are. And I'm like, well, when they do that, I'll stop betting on them. But mm-hmm. until then, you know, like I'm riding this train right that's so baseball right there is just ride the trend right tigers first five giants under at home you know find that trend and ride it and by the time it stops you'll have made enough money on it that you don't mind losing that one or two bets afterwards yep you know? absolutely true uh david good said uh, pitchers are the predictable predictable variable in linear regression by far absolutely true it's the and it's really the only sport that's like that where one guy can completely switch the odds from one day to the next. And it's one of the reasons I like baseball. You know, you've got a team that could be minus 160 one day and plus 130 the next day, just based on who's on the bump. So, Well, that reminds me of the Diamondbacks last year because they were the worst team or one of the worst teams, and yet it seemed like when Bumgarner pitched for maybe a month, they actually won almost all the time. Yep. And you just got a bunch of money, but they would lose every other time anybody else pitched. So you can usually get a decent plus price there. I see Richard asking if the farm play yesterday. Yeah, we won that. Yeah, so that was nice. Broke our three-game losing um, streak. Uh, Roland wants to know if you're going to be interested in the return of the USFL during the spring. You know, I'm not – hi, Roland, by the way. I'm not really a um, football person. You guys know that about me. I like college football a lot. 
I suck at betting on football. Um, just really piss poor performance when it comes to me making a bet on football games. So I'm not the one. But Detroit Lenny, I don't know if you guys knew, but my Morning Wood Show and Picks and Parlays, we had two entries into the Circa contest. And we drafted. We like held a draft in a contest to find the other four players that were going to be on the Morning Wood Circa team. We were one point out of the money. One point. That's all Detroit Lenny, Jeremy Halleck, Wilhelmina, Brandon Lee, and Lawan Kelly. So great job for you guys. So that's how I do football. I just do what Lenny says. Outstanding. Not going to lie, we had you guys on the on the Super Bowl preview show that we did, and I loved it. But we got you on there, and I said, and I started, and I said, Allie, how do you feel about the gays game? And the first thing you said was, I'm really more of a college basketball and baseball person. <laughs> but you, did, you, 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 you acquitted yourself well, but my heart was in my, like, what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, all I want to do is be, I could sit here and like Google things and read things and they're not my opinions. It's just information that I'd be sharing. And there's so many people out there that know so much more about football than I ever will. I got you on baseball. I got you on college hoops, but I don't, I'll stay in my lane. You know, I don't mind being transparent. I'll stay in my lane. Outstanding. I think my move, no matter what, for the USFL is going to be my strategy for most of the new leagues that pop up and probably fold in about five months. You take the unders immediately, and you expect to see some hideous football. Yep, That's usually how it goes with these new leagues for the expansions, and that's how I'm going to treat week one, and we'll see how it goes. But right. usually with the new leagues, and you see the list of quarterback rejects who didn't make it to the NFL, I'm not taking overs. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. Okay, so, Allie, we don't like to lay a lot of big numbers as well, but the exception is – when something is an absolute stone cold lock, and sometimes you get those on the futures. Now we appear to have one with John Wooden Award and Shibway to uh, win the award at minus four twenty five. Is that free money? Who say that again? Uh Shibway. The player of the year in college. Yeah, the, the, Kentucky's the, big man Shibway is about minus four twenty five. He's basically just unstoppable. <laughs> there's really, there's really no other way to put it. But you're looking at the list of names who can hypothetically contend. You have Johnny Davis from Wisconsin at about eight to one. You have Kofi Coburn at I think it's like twelve to one or sixteen to one now. Yep. But Shigwe's kind of run away with this thing. There's only about one regular season game left, followed by the tournament. I personally think it's free money. I don't know how anyone's going to catch him at this point. Do you think there's anybody who might, or do you just think Shigwe's going to win the award? What was the juice on that again, though? 425. Minus 425. Minus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so As it you should might be. lock yeah, in I mean, not losing any money, but how are you going to lock in making any money? If he wins. If he... Yeah, but it's <laughs> a minus 425. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I- I'm completely fine with just selling everything for it. Like, I, I don't know how he's going to lose. The house, the kids, the car. That's how I'm looking at it. Only losers like... pay juice, Allie. For the record, I went to Wisconsin, right? <laughs> I so don't like I sh- that, juice. <laughs> I should be biased towards Johnny Davis because he's been great this season in Wisconsin. Hell, might even be a one-seed in the NCAA tournament, as crazy as that sounds. But either way, the numbers kind of just speak for themselves. I, I don't know how anyone's going to catch Shigwe. What do you think, Scott? No, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, laying, I'm laying my 850 to make 200. That's fine. And I do agree, though, with Allie that generally I don't like to lay that big of a minus price. No. I kind of like to try to – make some to try to see some extra value awards are the exception for me well let me i will lay whatever the hell it takes in an award show because usually you know who's going to win before the awards even announced well let me let me make let me make a case for that by showing you where the value is or at least making making a defense of the value because the true odds on that should be closer to what 
10 to 1? Is there is there like, any is there any universe for, for Shibway? Is there any is there any you mean, universe? What do you mean ten to one? You mean one to ten? Well, I mean that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah where well, you, you should be laying should be ten to win one, right? You should be minus a thousand. So like, to I me, I don't know who's going to catch. To me, I think we're I think we're getting fifty percent overlay. I think we're still getting value on that play. That's 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 my that's my defensive laying that kind of juice. I have this grouped with my Rosarena AL Rookie of the Year bet when they announced the finalists. Yeah, same thing. Like minus three hundred. Yep. Like this is just free. Yep. Like just just bet it. It's free money. And that's how I'm looking at Chigway. That's the thing about where you look at they are in the in the actual season, though. Kentucky has what, like one regular season game left, followed by a couple of tournament games. Even if he falls apart, his body of work the entire year clearly makes him the front runner. The only question is, what's the margin of victory going to be? Right. With first place votes, second place votes. I don't know how anybody's not going to vote for him when Kentucky's walking into a one seed. At least in my opinion. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the night's action. Um, I don't think we're going to convince Allie to spend four four no, four twenty five. Like if I if I'm doing well, I guess it would be more like t- tournaments. Where's my tab? I was looking at it earlier. Just but saying, like awards it, are the exception for me. Yeah, I like like hedging. Like for me, um, like uh, who is it? Chattanooga and Furman. I think they have a both both have a good shot at winning. They're both at plus money. I'll take them both. And if one of them wins, then I'll make mm-hmm. a little bit out of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's. I'm just always thinking that way. I'm never thinking that I want to give $800 to somebody to win 200 back. That's never going to cross my mind ever. That's and that's great. That's why I I love to have people with different perspectives on um to to explain them because there's there's no wrong answer, there's no right answer. Yeah. Um it's, it's all in how you do it. It's it's whatever at the end of the week where you've got more money than you started with. That's the that's the whole goal yeah. of this game. Beat the book. Beat um the book. what do you got tonight that you like, Alan? am i i got a, a bunch of college baseball if you guys want any want Dude, any that action. yeah we've had some people talking about college baseball and we haven't started hitting it yet because it feels like if we start talking college baseball we've kind of given up on mlb so it's just kind of psychological for me but yeah t- turn us on to, we are here to make money we are here to be plus money honey yes, so uh yeah hit, money, hit us well, up tell us some plays money for you and these i did not cap these um in our morningwood community tim earl from earl sports bets has been shelling out these college baseball picks and i love them i had him up on the show today but if you want some plus money he's on kentucky plus 141 um mm-hmm. he took ecu against indiana state under 12 and a half and then also georgia tech minus 134 Th- those are his three plays and then the only college basketball game i'm on as of now is portland on the money line and sure. I might take um, – I don't know if they've started yet, actually. I was going to take Kent State also. They did not start yet. Okay. I'm going to do that right now. I'll I believe they're laying three against Buffalo. That's Unless not- you like the money line. Uh, I was going to – I think the money line's like a 165, though. Sounds right. It? I don't go above a 150 yeah. when I bet money lines. Now, yeah, I like I like that – we talked about a little bit uh, about that Portland game. Is it they? Uh, I made money on San Diego yesterday, but – Pepperdine is a hell of a lot different than Portland in uh, this. St. Bonnie, I kind of want to crisscross. I think Bonnie and Richmond could be, could be like if you got Richmond at plus nine and then you got Bonnie at a pick 'em, you think Bonnie's going to win. You don't have to lay and you get four and a half more with Richmond. That to me is kind of a crisscross spot. Okay. Very good. I think that game should be close. I like Bonnie there too. Rich, I feel like Richmond really needed that game against Dayton. And I actually like Dayton in that spot. I thought they bounced back after their loss to LaSalle. But Richmond's a team we mentioned before that should be so much better than they are. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you just got to realize Bonaventure is in great form. I don't mind them to win the conference. I just like the way they've played for the last month 
and I do think that they definitely have some value because it's one thing you kind of notice in sports. People go through the full season instead of recent form, and I do think that recent form matters a lot, and Bonaventure is just absolutely cooking right now. Mm-hmm. What do you what do so you like? What's the Richmond plus nine before I put this bet in? <laughs> I think the game is going to be very close because it's a game Richmond needs to have. Now, I guess the one argument you could have is after that loss to Dayton, are they just going to roll over? Is there going to be a bit of a hangover effect after they lost that home game to a team they probably should have beaten? So I right. think that's the question mark. It's also tough to automatically expect a close game on senior night which is going to be a bit of a tricky That's spot true, there true. for Bonaventure, especially for these mid-major schools, because we right. know their best players aren't leaving for the NBA as a sophomore. Like right. they're staying for the long haul. They should have a lot of experience there for senior night. I just think Bonnie's going to cover. You can go for the crisscross. It could be close, but I definitely think that Bonaventure should just get the job done in the game. See, my thing, and I, I don't know about the Bunnies. That's why I picked up my phone, but I would assume there's quite a few seniors on there. But one thing I like to remind people of is before you like commit to it's senior night, see how many seniors are on that team. Yeah. Someone was giving me that tip the other day. Well, it's their senior night, and I whipped it. I'm like, well, they have one senior on their team, <laughs> and he transferred there last season. Senior so, night at Kentucky you know, isn't that important because <laughs> half the players showed up about five months ago. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, so and that you, kind of does make a bit of a difference. And see how many of them start because I had somebody bring that up the other day, and they have three seniors that start. Well, you know, those guys are going to play anyway. It's the guys down the bench that you have to look at. You know, if they get a 10-point lead – uh, how many how many guys that are you know nine and ten on the bench are going they going to get into the game that are seniors and that's that's when it becomes relevant if you've got a lot of senior leadership and the guys that already played it doesn't really matter. Okay, see now I'm taking this bet away because the Bonnies have four out of five of their starters are yeah. seniors, mm-hmm. so we're gonna leave that alone is what we're gonna do. I still like I still it. like I just him to don't cover. Need to bet on it. Well, you can still take him to cover. I just don't think I just I'm not sure about the crisscross spot because. I just think Bonnie should end up winning by at least. Well, they would. It would be at a pick them. So as long as Bonnie yeah. win the game, I don't have to lay any points with the Bonnies. And now I'm getting four and a half more with Richmond. So your gap, your gap is nine. As long as they don't win by more than nine, you're good, right? I'd be okay. Yeah. yeah. And as long as. But I don't need to play that. I have a lot of action on other things. So. <laughs> that's it. See, I, the, you... that was one in my head. So that's why I kind of asked you, what do you think? Because I've kind of been mulling it over. So I'm glad we worked through that. Do you think they have a better chance to win by more than nine or they or lose? Are you asking me or are you asking Alan? I'm asking you. I think they have a bet. I don't think they're going to lose the game. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Bonnies to win by hopefully eight. To make everybody happy. All right, very right. good. <laughs> very good. Well, not, like I said, I'm not going to bet. All right, what else? You got, any, you got anything else you like before we let you go? Not in particular. Okay. Not as of now. All right. Um, but like I said, on the Morningwood show, Kent was really popular today. And I kind of liked High Point as well. But I haven't committed. And there was one other one. Mm, I don't see it. Okay. Oh, my teaser that I did for the day, my TikTok teaser, because I do those sometimes. Uh, I took the magic. Here, wait, it's written down. Magic plus 13, San Jacinto State, or San Jacinto. I'm from Texas. San Jose State <laughs> plus 16. So All that right. was what that I bet on also. Okay. Very good. Um, Allie, I know you have I know you have kids. How old are they? I have one. He's 11. Okay. So when they get older, a half if you ask him. love them now because when they get older, they do annoying shit like show up in the comment section 
and ask about where our straw hats are for our bet the farm play. So looking looking for overalls somewhere. Yeah, my, I'm my, saying that that's his son in the comments. Yeah, that's right. that's my son checking in to tell us to uh, get to the farm play. Like he's got shit to do. Relax. Where's your system hockey plays, Truman? Yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah what happened to those? What happened? What happened to those correlated parlays, boy? I haven't seen any in a while. So, all right, Allie, we had a blast. Half an hour went fast. I appreciate you. Thank uh, you. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate. Uh, did did parent teacher conferences go okay? Yeah, it was. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> um, if either one of you ever want to step into the total chaos ring and take on each other or take on one of the picks and parlays <laughs> handicappers, hit me up. We do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, there's college basketball, NBA, and hockey. So let me know if you guys want to jump in. I'm always looking for uh, new people to come on my show. Yeah, oh, for the record, that sounds like something we would. Chaos. Yeah, total ca chaos. I was so sold at chaos, yeah. total or otherwise. Yeah, that sounds like something. I don't want to speak for my partner, but it sounds like something that we may be uh, very interested in. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, perfect. Well, I'll send you guys an email about it or a tweet. A tw what is that? DMs? Is Twitter the yeah. DM one? Yeah, you're, sl Twitter. you're sliding into the DMs, Allie. That's what's slip it. <laughs> slipping in. Okay. Yes. I know nothing. That's, I'm, what I, that's what the kids are saying. I'm so days. old. Jesus. All right. I am too. I feel the same way. I'm like, what? Welcome to the club. Uh, and I'm here with All this. Right, I'm here with this guys. punk every day. You have a great day. Thanks for joining us. And I know we'll see you down the road, Allie. Good luck tonight. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you. Bye, y'all. Bye. There she goes, everybody. Allie Burns. Uh, a lot of fun. Man, smart. Teaching everybody about, uh, she's Arbin. Arbin, uh, all those bets. Mm -hmm. You like it? You like arbitraging with six points? Um, I, 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 It really depends on the spot. Yeah. Like, for example, if you're trying to crisscross a game, just the same Bonaventure game, for example. Thanks, Michael, by the way. I just think they're going to win. So I feel you can just take them on the money line. I understand the logic if you think you're going to win by a specific margin. Getting greedy. It's going to be close. Hitting them both, baby. Hitting them both. You mentioned the senior night thing and how Bonaventure has four of the five starters as seniors. They're laying, what, three and a half? Yep. yep. I mean, I'd rather just take a minus three and a half in this situation. Preston Burke says big dimples. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you noticing. Uh, very what do you good. think? Yeah. I, I, I just like Bonnie tonight. I, I like I like, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by it too, but I think it depends on the game. I always like winning twice as much as, as normal. So, all right. Well, to make my kid happy is uh, we got to get to it, man. Cause we got to, we got a NASCAR show to do. So let's do it boys. Put on those overalls, adjust your straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere, pull out your keys with your lucky rabbit's foot on there and fire that mother up because kids, it's time to bet the farm. Ah, it's good to hear from the cash cow. Scott, speaking of the cash cow, how'd we do yesterday? We had UTSA under 55. Yep. And they didn't get to 50, so we had a nice one. Cue to banjos! Yeehaw! What'd they have, 17 points in the first half? 17 points in the first half. My prediction was we'd have to sweat that game because, you know, 55 ain't very many. You figure they're going to get to 50, 52. Nope. Nope. 48. And that was including putting up 31 in the second half. So, yeah, that was a, a nice, a nice. Is it's about as rocking chair as you can get for a team total under. Unless Iowa State's at home against Oklahoma State. Jeez. That's a little bit more rocking chair, but still good enough. Oh, man. Absolutely brutal were the, uh, were the Cyclones there. So... Bet the farm play here. We're going to be turning once again to the Mac. Get some Mac showing. Return of the Mac, Scott. Uh, looking at Ohio and Northern Illinois, and we like the 
under 138 in that one. Ohio is kind of a psycho team. If you remember Ohio scoring some big totals, you go, well, this is a team that scores a lot. Look and see if they were at home or not, because their splits are completely psychotic. In fact, Ohio 11-2 to the under in their conference road games this season. And, or excuse me, that's road games overall, by the way. Uh, Northern Illinois, they are uh, not good on the offensive side of the ball, 334th in offensive efficiency. And Ohio plays very good defense. Uh, they are 124th in defensive efficiency. These teams have played once this season so far, and it landed 136. And finally, Northern Illinois at home, they have been an undertaker's dream. 7-1 and one in their last eight home games versus a team with a winning record. Uh, checks notes, yes, Ohio definitely has a winning record, and that is why we like the under 138 in the Ohio-Northern Illinois game. So I also just think because you mentioned how psychotic Ohio is, there are multiple ways to cash this. Because yes. on one hand, Ohio could hypothetically score 75 and just put the clamps down, and Northern Illinois once again struggles offensively, at the same time, Ohio could be a mess on the road like they have been recently, and Northern Illinois' defense could do enough to slow them down, and you could get a close game that still finishes somewhere in the low 130s. Yep, that is absolutely accurate. So that is going to do it for Bet the Farm as we try to run our streak to two straight. Woohoo! You guys have a great weekend. Uh, appreciate you checking us out. Once again, thanks for Al thanks to Allie Burns for joining us over there from Picks and Parlays. Uh, I'll probably do a lot more stuff with her in the future. And, of course, stay tuned for our NASCAR show right after this. We're going to shoot for uh, somewhere around 4 o'clock Eastern time, uh, give or take. So make sure you check out that as we talk about last week's action and preview this weekend's race in Vegas, baby. That's right. The, the Bush brothers are coming home to Vegas. So make sure you stay tuned. Maybe Scott and I will each be on Kyle Bush again this week. That'd be fun. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> just, so, just so all of you know, I'm not on Kyle Bush again this week. Uh, you guys have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for joining us this week. And thanks for joining us for the last year as Scott and I have put together this show 260 times, man. And we're only getting bigger and we're uh, only getting stronger. So you guys, uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. We appreciate all the views and the comments. Everybody have a great day. Good luck on all your plays. And we'll see you, if not for the NASCAR show, we'll be back Monday with uh, another edition of Scott and I trying to help you guys to head back to the window. See ya.